you could get to that point where like the recipes you're creating no longer feel like you mm-hmm. necessarily or have that flair that is whatever your style is. Hello and welcome to TMG Unfiltered. My name is Devin. And I'm Catherine. And together we are two market girls. We run a vegan YouTube channel and a blog. And this is our podcast where we talk about things like veganism, blogging, videography and photography, and just any trending topics in the news that we feel like discussing. Today's episode is going to be food related. Food! Yeah, we're going to go into the recipe creation process. How we come up with our recipe ideas maybe how we test them and yeah, stuff like that. Yeah. Um, now, full disclaimer, Catherine is the genius behind most of our recipes. Yeah, Devin is the genius behind a select few of our recipes. A select few. You do come up with a lot of the ideas, though. That's true, because there's a difference between the idea process and the actual, like... Creation of m- the idea. Turning it into something yeah. that tastes good. <laughs> yeah. So you do come up with a lot of the ideas. Oh, thank you for giving yeah. me some credit. I mean, we usually work together to figure out some ideas it's true and i think that when we like bounce ideas off of each other those have been some of our favorite recipes that's like when big mac poutine happens oh yeah (laughs) legendary i think that's still my favorite recipe that we've ever come up with just because it was so unique and tasted so good it was just so us Mm -hmm. we just didn't have maple syrup oh that's true so not us no (laughs) um so maybe we'll kind of get into a little bit of our cooking history like each of us separately like how you got to the point where you feel confident yeah you're exactly because i know (laughs) i'm not there okay i mean you are making some recipes now i do like the bare minimum (laughs) yeah um okay so i'll start yeah you start (laughs) i guess (laughs) (laughs) um i always i think i liked cooking when i was younger not really like, I didn't really care that much about it, mm-hmm. but I enjoyed it. Yeah. I liked making myself food. And my parents made, like, dinner every night. So, you know, you see it happen a lot. Yeah. Um, But I didn't really get into cooking until I went vegan. Oh. That's when I developed a liking for cooking because I was, like, forced to cook more. Right. Because I went vegan almost five years ago. And there wasn't as many options and definitely not as many convenient options. Mm -hmm. That's the big one. Like there might have been like restaurants, but I was also in university at that point and needed lunches. So I was like forced to like make food a lot more. And, you know, you have no money (laughs) in university. I still have no money. (laughs) But, you know, you don't have money. So you're forced to like make some low budget meals. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's when I got into cooking. And I like started with cookbooks, honestly, and blogs. Um, I started with Oh, She Glows, ah, did a lot of her yeah. recipes at the beginning. Um, but then I was never someone who really followed recipes that much. Like at the beginning, I did a little bit, mm-hmm. but I was never afraid to steer off the recipe and just be like, I want to add some of this and I want to add some, like I've never been afraid to just like add different things and change it up a little bit. So, but like, yeah, I, I don't know. I just... We're completely opposite in that sense. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then I started my own blog, mm-hmm. which I don't remember what it was called. There's a couple different versions of it. Yeah. <laughs> um, started my own blog, started coming up with some recipes and things like that. They weren't great. What types of recipes did you start Very making easy. first? Like savory or savory sweet? Savory for the most part. Or like simple sweet stuff. Like okay. uh, Rice Krispie Square. Nice. <laughs> or um, did quesadillas. 
did cauliflower wings. Like okay. the stuff that's yeah. easy to kind of wing it. Yeah. Cauliflower wing it. I see what you did there. <laughs> <laughs> um, started out with that kind of stuff. And the stuff that I was like eating before anyways, they were just kind of my versions of them. Mm-hmm. Um, so like veganizing things, you mean? Or... No, like recipes that I had made while I was vegan. Okay. That were like based off somebody else's. But then I just like. Put a twist. Like, yeah. Okay. Changed it up. Right. Be like, you know, I don't want this. I want this instead. Mm-hmm. And like all that kind of stuff. Um, that and then that got into just kind of liking it and just kind of cooking mm-hmm. and learning as I cooked. I like stopped using cookbooks probably like a year into veganism. Wow. Where I just kind of just started winging it. All the time. Yeah. Now, do you, like, watch a lot of cooking shows? Or, like, where did you learn this sense of, like, flavor combinations and what Um, not to do? Probably cooking shows. Yeah. I mean, I I never thought that I was actually learning from them. Mm -hmm. But I probably, like, I always watched the Food Network when I was younger. Mm -hmm. Almost always. (laughs) Love Hell's Kitchen. Hell's Kitchen is great. Um, Watched a lot of Kitchen Nightmares. (laughs) Lots of Gordon Ramsay. Okay. Um, That's good that you don't swear at me that much, though. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not that kind of chef. I'm not a chef. Okay, I'm good. a home cook. <laughs> um, uh, I was going to say. Yeah, no, a lot, a lot of cooking shows. I like cooking competitions and things. It's basically what I watch, like cooking shows. I mm-hmm. watch the Food Network basically religiously and like food-based movies yeah. and things like that. Um, a lot of that stuff, but also just like probably a little bit from my parents and just like learning through eating themselves stuff and like asking what was in it and knowing what was in it and stuff that stuff kind of helps mm-hmm. i don't like other than that like i can't think of a th- area that i've like learned specifically from yeah like i've never taken a cooking class yeah but i i mean we did we did a did we do cooking in that home ec type class that we had oh there's a a little uh, bit like pizza or something like yeah. that that's like the like the only bit of cooking i've done in like education wise yeah um i don't know i think i've just kind of had that like it sounds instinct. like it came very naturally to yeah you. i i think it did i don't remember anything that actually like fully taught me how to cook like purposefully once i got into it more i started actually looking things up and reading yeah. about like different things and stuff but like before that i think it just was kind of like more natural mm-hmm. than other people are cooking i yeah uh those other people hi me i'm right <laughs> here uh, <laughs> i definitely don't have those natural instincts in the kitchen I actually think I might be cursed in the kitchen. I mean, I think you've improved a lot. Yeah, no, it used to be way worse. Yeah, like it I, used to be bad. I couldn't go into the kitchen and make something without chaos erupting. Without fire. And <laughs> to be fair, I'm still very clumsy in the kitchen. Me too. I have a lot of accidents. <laughs> Me too. Um, <laughs> Doesn't mean you're a bad cook. <laughs> okay, okay. Just means you're a clumsy person. <laughs> um, But I also like... I would say that veganism is also the reason I've gotten more into cooking. And mm-hmm. I mean, this blog. And I mean, he mar- hanging out with YouTube you all channel. the time and like <laughs> editing food recipes every week. Yeah. You know, you learn stuff. So I've definitely, that's definitely what has made me more comfortable in the kitchen. And I've just done more cooking because of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, when it comes to recipes, I definitely still, for the most part, like unless it's a familiar um, profile or a familiar type of food. Uh-huh. If I'm faced with a recipe, I will like follow it to a T because 
I don't know what will happen if I don't. <laughs> but that's kind of like, it's. I guess that's kind of where we differ is that I get excited by that. I'm like, oh, if I change this, put this instead, it could be a million times better. You go the complete opposite where it's like, if you change this, it could be a million times worse. <laughs> yeah, because I just assume I don't know what's going to happen. And <laughs> it's probably not going to be good. Yeah. But even like, I don't know, recipes I struggle with because even the wording sometimes, I hate how vague it can be. But also, like, people don't take into account sometimes that your ingredients are going to be different. Like, you could use, even if it calls for one onion, you don't know what size onion. Onions come in very different sizes all the time. That bothers me a lot. (laughs) Flour. Flour, if you're not using the same brand of flour, that flour could vary so differently. Mm -hmm. Like, it's there's so many varying in the same ingredient everywhere. Yeah. So people don't take that into account when they're doing recipes. That's true. And I don't know what my problem is but on like a few occasions i like mess up reading a recipe i do it like i'll put the the wrong quantity of something (laughs) i'll i will look at it like three times but okay and then i mess it up i did that with lemon bars one time before going vegan where it was this cookbook i have it here it's all about like cookies and um it has their slashes aren't that slashy they look like ones oh, and i added no. a lot more butter than i should have oh, <laughs> it no. was a lot and my mom like came over she's like why does yours look so weird she's like Catherine, did you add this much and i was like yeah she's like you're only supposed to have this much i was like what <laughs> i mean i had a similar butter instance but it was lack of flour i made shortbread and didn't put enough flour so it basically become out came out like butter bread oh oh i mean I mean, it wasn't terrible. You you ate it and you were like, this is not good for my heart. This is not shortbread. (laughs) I mean, either way, it is the same amount of butter as in a shortbread cookie. I know, but without that (laughs) extra flour, it was like, it's really obvious how unhealthy you're being. Yeah. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, it doesn't come naturally to you. No. Are you finding it's coming more naturally to you now that you know a little bit more? I think I just. I don't think that it comes more naturally, but I think I you just know just more. Except, yeah, I'm. It all feels less unfamiliar. Yeah, and I'm more used to just the fact that I'm gonna struggle with it, and I'm just like, okay, I'm gonna figure this out. It's not gonna be a smooth ride. Yeah, but we're gonna get through it. I think people get discouraged with cooking because I feel like people, a lot of people, think it's just something you should know how to do. Yeah, like it feels like a natural human thing, but it's not. It's a skill you have to learn. I don't know if there's any activity I do where I am filled with more self-doubt the entire time. <laughs> <laughs> like, I will be cooking. I'm like, I don't know if this is right, but it seems okay, so I'll keep going. Yeah, I'm the complete opposite. We do the exact same things where yeah. I'm like, I have no idea if this is right. I'm like, I'm going to see what happens. Like, I don't get nervous. I'm just like, whatever. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty bad. Like I'm when I even when like I test our challenge recipes, I'm like I really don't know, I really don't know. And then even if I make one of our recipes, like I made cinnamon rolls for the yeah. first time by myself yeah. a few weeks ago, and it, I was like, I really don't know what I'm doing. I'm all on my. They own. turned out fine though. No, yeah, everyone liked them. So did that add some confidence? Or next time you make them, you're gonna be the exact same way. I, uh, well, because I thought I was messing it up the entire time, I still feel like I don't know if I did it right. But they were just good <laughs> enough. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, <laughs> but I'll, I'll keep pushing. <laughs> But uh, also going on to the more learning side of it, now that I've actually like 
developed an interest in cooking and it's become a part big part of my life now mm-hmm. i actually have invested more so in like learning techniques and things like buying so i I have a book called The Flavor Bible, Mm -hmm. which is probably the best purchase I've ever made. If you want to get into cooking or you want to start like developing your own recipes, it is so good because it's literally just an index of recipes or recipes, an index of ingredients and what ingredients go well with that ingredient. It's the best thing ever. It's how I came up with our um, that almond broccoli bake. Oh, yeah, yeah. So I was like, we have broccoli. Let's make something with broccoli. And I was like, what goes well with broccoli? And I just looked down the list. Yeah. And I wanted to do something with the cheese. And I was like, okay, feta, that works. What else goes with? And I just kind of built a recipe off of that. Yeah. So it's like, actually, like, it's so easy when you have a resource like that. And it gets you, like, more used to what goes well with each other. Mm-hmm. And there's also tons of things, like, I had no idea. There's a long list of things that go with broccoli. Yeah. But. And see, <laughs> I would not know any of those things. And a lot of our recipes that are a little a little bit more inventive definitely come from you because if I have to make a recipe I'm like okay what do I already know what are the two things I already know and how can I put them together for this recipe (laughs) um but yeah and then a lot of it's just kind of just looking at I like to look up ratios of things so for making muffins I'm like okay what is a just a plain muffin ratio how much flour to butter to eggs whatever yeah and then I was like, okay, I know the basis. I know the ratio. Now I can just start adding things and figuring it out using different kinds of fats or different right. kinds of flours or whatever. Yeah. Wow. Ratios are everything, at least in baking. Okay. See, the like that part of it, I wouldn't figure out. I would just be like, okay, let me find something and figure out what flavors do I know that work and I'll just throw those in. You know what I mean? The yeah. science and the... No, I, I like experimenting with new flavors because it's fun. And like, I think I've... Because I like I enjoy cooking more than you do I think I am okay like I've because I've cooked so much obviously I have cooked a lot of crap and I've gotten used to cooking crap that mm-hmm. I don't really get disappointed if I cook another crap recipe because I'm like it's just part of it mm-hmm. <laughs> it's okay uh nothing will be as bad as these peanut butter cookies I once made that were basically <laughs> chalk I like oh. ate it and it literally just crumbled like <laughs> into sand. dust. It's Ugh. like, this is horrible. It was the, like the one thing. Actually, there's been a couple things, but I tried not to throw something out even if I don't like it. I'm like going to finish it. I could not. I was like, these are just impossible. They cannot be finished. Oh, I will not wish these upon anybody. <laughs> Do you know what you did wrong? No, no idea. Oh, that's really frustrating. I don't think I've made peanut butter cookies since actually i mean peanut butter cookies aren't necessarily my favorite cookies so so good but i don't think i've actually made peanut butter cookies since then the more you say it the more i just want some okay we'll make them for the blog yay (laughs) (laughs) okay uh so that's a good background of both of us i think i think we should kind of go into how we come up like where do you get our ideas yeah inspiration and ideas for our recipes um i think there's a lot of factors actually there is a lot i think I'm trying to think because like we have so many different kinds of recipes. Yeah. A lot of it honestly just comes with what the hell do I want to make today? Or like what the hell do I want to eat? Yeah, exactly. Because a lot of it like when we test recipes, it's what we're eating throughout the week. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I don't want to make something I don't want to eat. So yeah. like it, it, comes, it stems by a lot of like, what am I craving right now? <laughs> yeah. And I mean, sometimes we try to look into like national days or mm-hmm. what's very timely, oh, those right? Help a lot. Yeah. And sometimes that's a helpful guide. But then other times we're like, why are we trying to like fight what yeah. we already want to make? So we just 
do whatever we feel like I also, eating. like, I keep a running list. We have this on our Google Drive, a running list of different recipes. So, like, anytime I come up with an idea, I just put it down there, even if I'm not making it that moment. It's, like, this huge, like, list of recipes. So if I'm ever stuck, I just go. And it's, even if I don't use a particular recipe on that list, it's kind of, like, inspiration. Mm-hmm. And I come up with, like, oh, yeah, I could make a muffin. What kind of muffin do I want to make? All that kind of stuff. Yeah. Sometimes we'll just sit and be like, okay, we need a recipe for this day. It's this time of the month what type of food would people want and what type of food do we feel like making what have yeah. we made what have we made leading what up was to last this? week was it sweet maybe we want to make savory this time and yeah, like all that exactly. kind of stuff what's in season that kind of stuff mm-hmm. um also you know from like our uh followers and stuff people recommending things like some of our most popular dishes are people have been recommended like those stuffed pasta shells mm-hmm. like those were super popular and that was from someone on twitter who wanted it yeah um but like a lot of stuff like that we also tend to like to make fusion dishes where it's like like thanksgiving lasagna right we like to combine things yeah that wouldn't necessarily you'd think to do and we tend to try to put a twist on something instead of like just making like instead of just making lasagna that already exists yeah yeah like there's so many recipes out there for lasagna not saying like we'll probably eventually make a classic lasagna recipe because it's lasagna (laughs) but i mean like not just thinking like let's just make lasagna let's take it to another level and add a whole new twist to it yeah yeah we always have to put a twist on it yeah. and i what mean about sweet lasagna we didn't we talk about trying to do that one time oh that'd be so good i think we definitely talked about it oh i just thought about like spicy lasagna oh see so this like, is how most of our recipe ideas exactly come. how we do it we literally just sit down and one idea happens and then it kind of like spirals into other ideas and eventually we settle somewhere yeah um sometimes it takes a lot longer to decide on a recipe only because i think sometimes it's more my headspace where i'm like i don't really feel like making that right now Mm -hmm. or like things get changed a lot or not as much anymore but they used to like i'd plan a recipe and then i'd come to like test it like you know i don't want to make that Mm -hmm. change my mind yeah um i think i'm getting a lot more focused on the planning aspects now like Mm -hmm. i think i've planned like two months ahead of our recipes and i mean those can easily be changed but and we're also doing series now a little bit. Yeah. Um, so uh, those actually also really, really help. Like if you did a month-long recipe series and like you did one type of cuisine, it really narrows it down for you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but yeah, a lot of it, like you kind of just witnessed it there. That's basically idea creation. Yeah. I think we struggle most when we're trying to fit, like fit into a mold or like yeah we need a side or we need something sweet or this national instead day of just like up. let's just make what we want to make yeah it's honestly when we're just like thro- bouncing ideas off each other yeah. that's when we have the most fun and that's when we get the most excited about the rest and creative I yeah think. like i mean i not to discredit like national day recipes because i think a lot of cool things come out of it like yeah the caesar challenge on canada day like the caesar challenge would have been fine any day but it worked for canada day really well Mm -hmm. so like those kind of things like you sometimes have to save things for certain days because it works really well and those can kind of help spring some inspiration like we almost did uh uh food on a stick challenge (laughs) (laughs) like no one's gonna want that we thought it was hilarious yeah we thought it was the funniest thing ever (laughs) yeah sometimes Um, our ideas get a little bit too creative yeah it's fine it's it's hard to like find that balance between like good seo for like things and just a recipe we want to make yeah um but i think for like the everyday person you don't need to think about that you don't have a youtube channel (laughs) oh my god what's it like to be a person like that (laughs) 
Um, but yeah, so it's a lot of just like thinking of an idea and then seeing what happens after that. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I go to Pinterest. Yeah, oh yeah, I was thinking Pinterest too. I don't like search anything specific. I just kind of scroll through whatever my feed is and kind of see what's going on there. Usually when I go to Pinterest, it, I'll know like at least a category. So maybe it'll be like pasta um, and I just scroll pasta. I'm really bad at deciding on things. <laughs> really bad. I mean, it's not usually random. If I'm looking at pastas, because we did a pasta challenge, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, the challenges actually also help stem some ideas. We, I think those challenges force us to be as creative as possible. Yeah. Within you, reason, too. Because, like, it's also, too, because, I mean, obviously, we're not against each other because it's the exact same channel, but we are a little bit, like, it's not just one dish that people are going to be focused on. If you don't be creative... And that, like, one dish kind of seems bad and kind of, like, in a way dampens the channel a bit, even though there's one dish that's, like, really, yeah. really good. So you kind of have to force, be forced to be creative with it. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, we, when we create a recipe together, it makes sense. But then when we're separate, like, I'm like, oh, Catherine knows so much more than me. Or hers <laughs> is going to be so fancy. Mine's not going to be good enough. But you've won most of the challenges. <laughs> <laughs> I know, which I don't. It's because, honestly, like, I'm not, I don't mean simple as an insult, but, like, sometimes people just prefer simple. Yeah. And I forget that sometimes. I think I used to get caught up in, like, oh, my recipes aren't, like, I'm not really creating anything mm-hmm. new. Yeah. So, really, it's not good enough. But then I just started thinking, am I making something that I want to eat? Yeah. Then and that's all good that matters. Enough. And yeah. that other people will want to eat. Yeah. yeah. And then I'm like, if Catherine makes something better, then she makes something better. And you know what? And honestly, half the time I'm cooking a lot is just because I like cooking. Like, mm-hmm. I like trying new things and new techniques and stuff. So, like, that's the reason why a lot of my things fail. <laughs> or, like, people wouldn't want to do in their normal lives. Right, right. Because most of the time, people who are looking for recipes are people that just want to make dinner for their family after work. Yeah. They're not people who care necessarily about cooking and yeah. growing their cooking skill. They just want a good meal to eat. So, like, you don't necessarily, like, that's probably like 95 percent of our demographic Mm -hmm. is people who just like want food to eat they don't care about growing their cooking skill at Mm -hmm. all or cool techniques or anything i mean that makes a lot of sense because that's kind of how i feel too i don't actually watch that many like recipe videos i'm getting more into like cooking shows on youtube but that's different because it's more like the documentary style cooking shows that i like well like what was that one i just watched oh the david chang one oh david chang delicious ugly delicious yeah which was like it was about the history of these the foods and like sometimes the creative process and stuff like that like i like that but i don't really watch recipe videos on youtube yeah um if i do it's maybe because it's an interesting to be honest i don't really watch recipe videos on youtube yeah like the cooking stuff like i watch bon appetit a Mm -hmm. lot i love bon appetit but it's because the hosts are hilarious and it offers like i look for more technique like uh there's like a series on bon appetit called it's alive and it's all about like fermenting foods and stuff Mm -hmm. and like i just want to learn more about fermenting foods i could care less what they're actually making Mm -hmm. i just want to learn about the technique of fermenting foods so it's more the knowledge of it less the recipe that i care about yeah Mm -hmm. it's interesting because sometimes i will be drawn to a video because it's like something very innovative and Mm -hmm. i'm like oh how'd they do that but then most of the time i'm actually watching the simpler ones yeah so i'm like oh this is an everyday food i need to, this is the kind of stuff i need to know about because mm-hmm. like i'm not gonna make that fancy thing over there <laughs> no <Yeah. laughs> I, I can appreciate it but 
realistically i don't need that i don't have time for that i need these like breakfast ideas please yes okay i think we're getting a little off topic but so let's kind of segue into the testing process now Mm -hmm. that's kind of all on you because i rarely test my challenge recipes (laughs) you tested (laughs) yours last night i know i felt so proud of myself (laughs) um honestly like i didn't test a lot at the beginning of our channel i just kind of hoped for the best and sometimes that backfired remember that spanakopita recipe we tried to make oh yeah smell like poop (laughs) yeah (laughs) don't know what happened but it smelled like poop (laughs) um yeah that didn't work out um but and now i've had more time to test things which is so nice i love being able to test recipes um but the testing kind of comes down to a lot of research Mm -hmm. um figuring out exactly what i want usually i like look at a bunch of people's recipes and find like four or five that I really like or that I like the ideas of and then figure out ways to combine them or take aspects from each of them and then make it my own on top of that. Um, Normally, that's how like the first draft of the recipe works. I don't normally have to test it more than once. Yeah. Um, Sometimes, usually, like sometimes I'll have to make changes, but I don't test it a second time. I'm like, I'll just make this change for next time we film. Yeah. Yeah. but uh that's typically how it goes then i like make it for dinner yeah and test it on me and my boyfriend yeah more so me because my boyfriend gives me no feedback (laughs) um uh and then i kind of just like adjust from there like i next time normally again i don't think the only recipe that i've really tested multiple times is the chocolate chip cookies because i can't get them right but you're being like very particular about this oh my cookie. god so particular like realistically you've probably made at least three recipes that were good i've pro- honestly they're all they're edible pro- i've probably made only three recipes that weren't that good all of them were probably delicious but the rest just- of them were probably delicious i'm just i don't know like i just don't want a like just a normal old cookie i want something special about it something yeah. that like when you taste you're like whoa this is a good chocolate chip cookie yeah um so that's why because like it's because it's such a basic recipe that i want something like whoa you bite into it expecting a normal chocolate chip cookie and then you get this like surprise yeah but i think it's so cool that you chose like this one thing and i like that it's like such a classic thing and you're like i am going to <laughs> i'm gonna like perfect this i think i'm almost there guys <laughs> It's a very cool, it's, like, project. It's taken... I've, well, I don't know when I started that, but it was, like, it's been months. Yeah. Months of trying to find the perfect cookie recipe, but I'm close. I have a recipe that I think I like, and I'm going to add some things to it and lower the temperature and see if it spreads more. See what happens. My goodness. Um, okay, yeah, but back to that. Um, testing. Uh, yeah, so normally I come up with, like, a list of things, and I'll do, like, a really kind of roughed estimate of, like what the measurements might be mm-hmm. and then while i'm actually making it i'll adjust it like i'll do it by eye a little bit and be like okay, okay no i d- probably didn't need that much and i'll readjust right. it there okay. um and then you know hope it works make some changes if i need to rarely if i have to test it again but normally i don't leave enough time to test it again <laughs> um usually i just like make the cha- changes as a mental note and then mm-hmm. just change it on the day we're cooking it yeah uh, that's normally how testing goes. I mean, it's a lot of work to have to test. Them, oh my right? goodness, it's such a lot of work, and it costs money to buy the food more than once. Well, it's like we have a recipe coming up on February first. It's a collab. It's like this chocolate tart recipe, and like it was it delicious the first time I did it. It was so good. Don't have to test it again. But it took four hours to cook. Yeah, like that's my whole evening gone. Yep, <laughs> it is. For, I will never have that evening back. <laughs> and there's like so many other things I need to do. I know. <laughs> so testing takes a lot of work and a lot of patience but 
I mean, it's fun. I really like testing recipes. Um, like, if I could, I would love to just spend a day cooking all day. It'd be so much fun. Yeah. I mean, I'm glad you like it because I think it does benefit our channel. Like, the mm-hmm. more work we put into the food, we can ensure, like, you know, like quality assurance that quality it's good. Quality assurance, And, yes. like, when you've tested it, I think our filming goes... Smoother. Yeah. Because I know what to expect. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I agree. Like, we used to have a catchphrase that you didn't measure things <laughs> no <laughs> I, do, I mean i still don't measure everything that i do like spices i don't really yeah. measure that much um even when i'm testing i don't really measure i just go by eye and guess yeah but you are getting you're really good at like making notes of what you've done because it used to be like i'm not gonna measure and then you'd be like can you send me the video so i can see how much yeah. i put in oh i know <laughs> yeah that has that's been the best change is that i like it started the last like couple months where yeah. I've actually started writing things down and it is so nice. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm able to get blog posts done ahead of time now. <laughs> yeah. It is lovely. Um, yeah, no, that was the biggest thing. Yeah. Write everything down when you're testing recipes. That's something that I learned. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, yeah, no, I've gotten a lot better. I just keep a notebook with me typically, or I've been doing it on Trello now because we're using Trello to organize everything. So I'll put the first draft there and then I'll just make any changes in there. Yeah. Yeah. Now, what I like about like these habits that you're talking that you've kind of started mm-hmm. picking up is it almost sets us up to be in a good place to make a cookbook someday. I hope. And that's like the epitome of like recipe creation. Yeah. A cookbook. Yeah. A book or a show. Oh. Like imagine like I don't care if I get a show. Yeah, yeah. But I think those are the two like those are like the goals in like any kind of cooking profession or like whether you're a recipe creator or whatever is I think to have your own cookbook. Mm-hmm. Or have your own show or have your own restaurant. Yeah. Like those are the three things yeah. that like people in who like food or whatever like desire to do. Yeah. I don't care about having my own restaurant. It would be lovely to have like a cute little bakery one day. It would be great. I don't care that much about it. Yeah. I don't really care about having my own show. You already have one. <laughs> it would be, girls. It'd be so cool to have like a traveling food show where you don't necessarily cook on it, but you're tasting different things from around the world. I was literally talking to somebody about that the other day. Yeah, it would be amazing. No. I feel like we'd be, we're, we're great personalities for it. We're going to do it. Netflix, call us. Yeah, we'll call you. <laughs> and then cookbooks. And that's like, I think... Like, I think if anywhere Two Market Girls could go, like what those cooking goals, it would be a cookbook because you want you want to do it yeah i would love to write a cookbook it would be awesome i it's a lot of work like it oh my god you like exhaust the people who have done cookbooks and it it literally takes over your life yeah but i think that we would be a good pair because the way like i've thought about it like if we ever did a cookbook like how would it work because i know we could come up with ideas together Mm -hmm. but a huge part of the cookbook process is like the testing process yeah and i think to have us you create the recipe and then me test test it it to see like it's foolproof yeah no i think and even uh, like the way the recipe is written and the language and the order and everything because i go to recipes all the time like i don't like the way this is written like this is throwing me off and i'm not enjoying this experience i think that's what our like you know how every cookbook has like kind of a theme yeah like um edgy veg is carnivore approved yeah uh, Lauren's was comfort food and yeah. like all that stuff. Like I feel like ours would be like the everyman cookbook. Mm-hmm. Like you, this is like it's not pretentious. It's nothing like special. It's just like re- good recipes that everybody can cook. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I feel like that's what we try to make most of our recipes on our channel, mm-hmm. anyways. Yeah. So it would be cool to do a cookbook like that, mm-hmm. and we should be putting out work that we believe in and that we would want for ourselves. You yeah. Know? They say create 
the things you wish existed. So, mm-hmm. wow, that was really deep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, cookbook would be so cool to do. Be crazy. It, like, I feel, I don't know if I, we could have jobs. I don't think so. With a cookbook. If, like, no. that would have, we suddenly would have to be full-time TMG. Yeah, because if we tried to do a cookbook and have jobs, we'd have no life. Yeah. Oh, my God. And we'd be so tired all the time. Yeah. I I don't know if we, po- like, I honestly don't know if we could. Yeah, I don't think that we could. I don't think Something it's would suffer. Possible. Something would suffer. I think the channel would suffer. And probably our sanity. Yeah. <laughs> I think the channel would suffer a lot because also like you're developing ideas for a cookbook, but then you also have to develop ideas for a YouTube channel. That's what I was going to say anyways, like for anybody who's creating a cookbook and has a YouTube channel, like you've already come up with so many recipes and then to fill a book with more and then to still have more for your channel. I feel like at that point, like we've talked about so many times about taking breaks yeah. on our youtube channel i think if we ever wrote a cookbook we would ha- be forced to take a little bit of a break i could see us taking a break from creating our own recipes and like exploring other types of food content like the mm-hmm. travel show yeah like, that would be really cool yes. to do that would be really cool to do yeah goals goals but <laughs> as far as recipes go do you think that we're ever going to hit a point where we can't think of new recipes no. does that doesn't happen to like chefs, right? It doesn't seem like it does. I mean, ev- I think everyone has creative block. Yeah. Like you're a writer, you're a writer's block. I think chefs get creative blocks too. And maybe, I don't, I don't know if it's maybe they're not able to think of a recipe. It's maybe that they're not able to think of the creative, unique recipes that they want to. Mm-hmm. Like, cause anybody, you like, whether or not you know what a chocolate chip cookie is, you can add every different combination of flavors into there. But that doesn't necessarily mean it's you or it's creative enough to be you. So, like, I feel like some chefs, like, hit that block where they don't, they can't think of their own recipes, like, to the point. I mean, I'm not a chef, so I have no idea. But I think it gets, you could get to that point where, like, the recipes you're creating no longer feel like you mm-hmm. necessarily or have that flair that is whatever your style is. Yeah. And I feel like you could get to that point and you might like need a break or something yeah. at that point. I think I'm getting to that point with our challenge videos. Because <laughs> my flair and my style is so limited. And I mean, like, what more can I do with Doritos? The, ch- <laughs> the challenge video we did today was really good. It was. It was. I mean, it, I don't feel like it was my most inventive work. Like I thought that the... I thought, honestly, I will say it now. I think it's the most delicious challenge- recipe you've made. I'm trying to remember all your challenge recipes, but I think it's my favorite. Wow. Because, like, it's pretty simple, but it had so much flavor in it. Yeah. It was so good. It was so easy to make. The only interesting thing I did was put liquid smoke in it. (laughs) But, like, it doesn't have to be interesting to be delicious. That's true. That's true. Like, you don't have to use these, like, random flavors that no one's heard of or no one's thought to put in pasta to make a good pasta dish. Yeah, because I wouldn't know. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I got another one that's kind of about you mentioned like the three things you as a chef you want to accomplish what if it was something like not having a restaurant but having a feature on the menu that'd be so cool it's like gaz has that right he has like the burger somewhere yeah something like that because that's kind of like it's your own but it also has to fit in with the restaurant right so there's a little bit of collaboration Mm -hmm. in there that'd be so cool that would be very cool very very cool what do you think do you have like a dream 
restaurant where you'd want one of your recipes to appear oh my god that's so difficult i know it is honestly i feel like i would want one of my recipes not necessarily a specific restaurant but not in a non-vegan place Mm -hmm. like i think that would be so cool any non-vegan place that's willing to put like a vegan signature recipe would be so cool Mm -hmm. i think i don't really like have a specific restaurant in mind though I'm trying to think even like what type of food I, it would be. Also, this kind of sounds weird, but I think it'd be really cool to have a signature menu item at a fast food place. Yeah. I think it would be so cool. Because there's not or like a, a diner. Yeah. <laughs> I think it'd be so cool. Because there's not a lot of like different stuff on a fast food yeah. menu. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, I think it would be really, really cool to do that. Definitely. I'm trying to think where I'd want our food like to be seen yeah i mean where you would want to be associated with kind of yeah i mean it would be really cool to have it on like a menu in a vegan restaurant but i also feel like that's a lot harder yeah because the people creating the vegan options for a vegan restaurant like they really know their stuff yeah whereas if it's for a non-vegan restaurant maybe it's more our like type of people yeah because we try to cater our stuff to the non-vegans and like the everyday vegan yeah right um so like yeah our recipes don't really gear towards the people that make almond milk at home and make their own tofu and seitan and all that kind of stuff um ours is more just like the at-home everyday cook and i think how can you like make the most of existing products and existing convenience yeah basically we're trying to make the most convenient recipes that we can mm-hmm. that are vegan yeah that's our theme that's that, our cookbook theme. that's our theme cooking convenience yeah convenient cooking and if we ever had a restaurant i think it would be the same <laughs> convenience convenience i think people would think it's a convenience store maybe that's okay oh they come in for a snack and stay for a meal you see what i'm saying oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> it'd be so cool to have a vegan convenience store everything yes. in there is convenient oh, that'd be so cool that's a very interesting idea whatever that's been done we've talked a lot about a food truck too yes i think it would be so cool to have like imagine doing like i don't know if this is a thing but doing a food truck tour where like it's not like a set thing but like someone sponsors it for the summer and just the summer we run this food truck and then it's done mm-hmm. that'd be so cool you know if there's a company out there that would be so cool. Yeah. And it would be cool if we got, if it wasn't just like us running the food truck all the time, but if like we had like our friends like Lisa and oh Anne-Marie and Avra so and like all cool. of us kind of like take turns. Um, it's, like, so it's like a vegan food truck, but not branded to a specific channel. Channel. It's branded it's just, to a, it maybe changes a certain, like weekly or something. Yeah. It's maybe like sponsored by a certain company. Yeah. But then all of us like rotate through and it keeps it the vegan food truck yeah oh man this is a good idea see this is how we develop ideas not just Um, recipes but big life ideas lisa (laughs) amc avra if you're listening you better be call us if you don't (laughs) call us we'll know you're not listening (laughs) we are expecting a call within 24 hours of this being posted if we don't get a call we know where to find you (laughs) and we know you haven't been listening but I think a food truck speaks a lot to the type of food that we make because it has to be able to be made in a food truck, yeah. right? It has to be simple, quick, easy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> That's the name of our, <laughs> of our cookbook. Simple, quick, easy. <laughs> so original. <laughs> 
Yeah, no, I think, like, I think that would sum up our style of cooking. Food truck. Yeah. Right? Yeah. That is a good sum up. All right. We are really working through some stuff on this podcast. That's our cookbook name. Food truck food. Food truck food. <laughs> I like it. I like that, too. Imagine um, having a bowl food truck, like rice bowls and noodle bowls and oh, stuff. Okay. That would be really cool. That would be a lot of fun. Yeah. We have a lot of ideas. <laughs> See, this is how it happens. Okay, have- this is why we have a podcast, a YouTube <laughs> channel, and all these other things that we do. I have one more question for okay. you. What's an area of cooking that you would still like to master? Bread. Bread. Why bread? I love bread. So like what part of it do you feel like you still need to master? Uh, I just think like, so I've made a lot of quick breads and stuff like that. I really simple breads. But like there's a lot that goes into breads. Mm-hmm. Like there's a lot of time and it's just it's stuff that I just don't have right now. Like, I can't stay at home all day with bread loaf. <laughs> <laughs> I wish, but I can't. Um, I just think bread is, like, the epitome of baking to me. Okay. I don't know. I just, like, really... I think it. it's just so comforting. It's so delicious. It's super simple. Like, yeah. it's, like, three ingredients. And I, like like, that three ingredients can make something so delicious. And so, like comforting and just like who doesn't love bread and to be fair like there's a lot of ways you can expand on the simple like yeah once you get the foundation i was to say like bread is like a good foundation to so many things like bread's the foundation to pizza <laughs> i love pizza yeah. bread is the foundation to like focaccia oh. flatbreads naan there are so many delicious breads out there and i would just love to be able to like i feel like if you want to be like a master baker, mm-hmm. you need to know how to bake bread. Yeah, like that bread makes is sense. like the staple, the thing you need to know how to bake. Yeah. So you definitely like enjoy baking more than cooking. Yes. Even though I'm I you're think, a savory, you prefer yeah, savory it's foods. It's so weird. Yeah. I prefer savory foods. Like I I like sweet foods. I have no issue with sweet yeah. foods. But if I had to pick, like I'm picking savory over sweet. Yeah. But I like baking a lot more. Interesting. It just feels more I don't know, cool. Because it's, things are like, I don't know, like things are reacting with each other uh-huh. to create something completely new instead of just combining flavors. Like, I don't know, like not to diminish anybody who just cooks savory. Yeah. But like, I just think it's like, it's so much cooler to see come together. That's true. I never thought about that. Because like, when you think about what your cookie batter looks like, and then cookie yeah whereas you look at like what your stir fry looks like when you start off and what it, it looks just like looks when like you're done, wilted it's, vegetables it's like oh i just made it look mushier <laughs> <laughs> exactly so like i think baking just like gets me more excited because of the changes that happen and like the chemical reactions and stuff that happen interesting it's more nerdy i think love it <laughs> love it uh for the record i don't know what my answer to that question is what area of cooking i want to oh any area would be nice <laughs> cooking in general um i feel like a good answer would be just like not necessarily cooking specific but just like confidence in cooking like being confident to just start throwing things in a recipe and figuring out if it works yeah i mean i guess it would be cool if one day i could say i made this whole recipe like from scratch like i just threw things in a pot and changed it up and yeah and that it was like something that i kind of thought of in my head even though you know that nothing's really an original idea anymore but not that i like why don't you just try to do that i don't know if i really care enough right now (laughs) 
And like you could start simple. Like you always start with the simple things. Like start with soup. Soup is the easiest thing to make. Not necessarily easiest thing to make good, mm-hmm. but it's the easiest thing to make because anyone can make a soup. Mm-hmm. It just depends on whether you can make a good soup. Mm-hmm. So like I feel like soup's really easy to make. You just kind of pick out some veggies, pick out a broth, pick yeah. out some spices and things and throw it in a pot and see if it works. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, I, I'm getting more comfortable just like thinking like that in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. Um, mostly because I'm cooking a lot more because I don't live at home anymore. So I have to. I don't have servants anymore. <laughs> Service is terrible when there's <laughs> no one else to do it. Yeah. But I, I've also kind of started thinking that I feel like vegan cooking is almost easier than non-vegan cooking. I think so. Because honestly, before, so I didn't do much non-vegan cooking yeah. before. Because like I went vegan when I, how old am I? How old am I? I went we vegan when I was that. 20. Yeah. Yeah. I went vegan when I was 20. So like I just basically moved out, mm-hmm. like was living on my own for the first time. So I didn't do much cooking before that for yeah. myself. And like, so when I did non-vegan cooking, like I was always so afraid to undercook things mm-hmm. like chicken and yeah. beef and all that stuff. And I also just like, I got stuck in a rut doing that stuff because it's so easy to just cook up some chicken and whatever. Yeah. So like, I think honestly, I think vegan cooking is a more fun yeah and a lot easier because you're just cooking vegetables nothing can kill you i know we have a very interesting perspective because like i feel the same way vegan vegan cooking is really all i know very well like obviously we both saw our parents cook right all the time but i don't want to do what they're doing (laughs) um i just think like it's i feel like there's more pressure cooking non-vegan food Mm-hmm. I don't know, because, like, also, you can dry out chicken really quickly. You can't really dry out tofu. Yeah. Like, crispy tofu is delicious. Yeah. So, like, and you can't really dry out, like, some things. You can overcook veggies, but it's not the end of the world. They don't taste horrible. But, like, yeah. a dry piece of chicken can taste horrible. Yeah, but so, everyone like, else sees vegan cooking as, like, the most intimidating thing ever. I know. Whereas I think... I think it's because, like, you're so, like, accustomed to, like... A meal's not a meal unless there's meat there. And that's what they're thrown off Maybe. by is the fact that they're not cooking with meat anymore. Not that vegan cooking is necessarily hard. Like you can make yeah. a stir fry without meat. Easy. Anyone yeah. can do that. But I think it's the more the mindset of getting around that it is a meal without meat. Yeah. Or maybe it's more when they're trying to impersonate like a non-vegan dish. Yeah. That's really when I could see you getting caught in your head and stuff like that. Yeah. Whereas I don't think like that. If I'm doing something that's inspired by a non-vegan dish, then I'm thinking of it as inspiration, not an exact replica. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, just an interesting thought. Yeah. I think people put too much pressure on themselves for vegan cooking. Like I think vegan cooking is easy. I mean. Just vegetables. I i'm getting better at it if i can do it i really think that anyone can <laughs> well it's because like too like i don't like i mean my co- like well ugh, my goodness my family didn't really incorporate meat into a lot of dishes mm-hmm. like we would have like a steak with mashed potatoes and a salad or something like that but the meat wasn't necessarily like a part of the dish so it's so easy to just make that dish and leave off the steak mm-hmm. like there's dinner you just make a bigger salad and more mashed potatoes <laughs> so like i feel like like it doesn't seem that hard to me mm-hmm. but i don't know we have different mindsets i guess yeah it's definitely a switch that you have to consciously make though. yeah and it does take time yeah but- Anyways, this was a fun discussion. It was. I like talking about food. Yeah, no, me too. I like... Stay tuned for like a vlog one day of me struggling to make bread. I plan on doing that. Like Yes, a whole a series. A try series yeah. where like I try and make bread and I try and make... I want to... Yes, that's definitely one. I also really want to try and make... Um, 
uh, mozzarella cheese the oh. way you make normal mozzarella cheese because it's actually pretty simple i know and I've you can do it, it with non or vegan milk yeah. so i want to try doing it with vegan milk instead of com- doing like a cashew based thing yeah. i want to see if i can just do it with milk cool yeah, yeah no i think we should definitely explore more like test kitchen type yeah. stuff stuff that is not necessarily like a refined recipe it's just us trying something yeah It'd and because you learn a lot and it keeps things interesting yeah. cool well thank you for sharing all of your stories about cooking thank you for sharing all of your stories about cooking no problem i'm happy <laughs> anytime i'm happy to be the relatable failure <laughs> <laughs> i mean i will go back to you probably never made anything as bad as those peanut butter cookies like those peanut butter cookies were horrible <laughs> i don't know i don't know if you want to check out some of our vegan recipes and other content you can find it on our blog at twomarketgirls.com or our youtube channel which is also called twomarketgirls.com no <laughs> youtube.com uh, at this point it may have been changed to two maple girls but no it's not no yeah we got a maple thing going <laughs> should have a whole maple series oh. we need okay a maple company please sponsor our maple syrup series yes that's <laughs> definitely one of our goals <laughs> oh my god that's our cookbook no cooking with maple syrup that's, that's more like an ebook it's a bonus book if you yeah. pre-order it yes. you get cooking with maple syrup oh my god okay <laughs> wow see it keeps happening see we just gotta keep having podcasts like this to document all the weird conversations yeah. we have <laughs> so that we don't forget to write things down <laughs> yeah uh be sure to subscribe subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss any future recipes give it a rating and a review if you're so inclined we'd really appreciate that and if you want to find us on social our handle is also two market girls dot com no (laughs) now no one's gonna find us (laughs) yeah that's why (laughs) okay that's it for this episode thanks for listening (laughs) bye